Welcome to Deeply Disturbing Things, the podcast. I'm Macy. And I'm Naomi. And And I'm Sarah. And we have Sarah virtually traveling through space and time literally right now to be here in those sunglasses. And we are three anxious counselors who like to talk about deeply disturbing things. Let's dive into this. So this topic is a little bit traumatizing. This is part two from last time. Last time I did running with the bulls and uh, just talked about. Don't worry, you got this. I got this. Like chocolate wrapper. Do they all have a message? I've been just eating them and throwing the wrappers away and not reading the message inside. I read the message. I also noticed the lights are on the outside. It's beautiful. The little, little details. So last time I talked about the eight day San Fermin Festival, which every morning they have the running of the bulls and the six massive bulls, you know, make that. And those steers. Kilometer long sprint to the Plaza de Toros, where Spain's elite bullfighters await them for an evening bullfight. And relevant to the run is the fact that, yes, they all do have a separate thing. And this one says, when life isn't going right, go left. Oh, my God. Dang. That's cute. I like that. Mm -hmm. That's something that I could actually apply. Mm -hmm. That was on your chocolate? I mean, you're doing my wrapper. Chocolate wrapper? Mm-hmm. It's good advice. You're like a bowl, big old bowl of uh, advice in here. Sweet, sweet advice. Mm. So I have to say right off the bat, bullfighting is controversial. Right. I would, I so I'm going to uh, present some differing viewpoints, and I invite our listeners to decide for themselves what they think. I don't feel as here's my positionality statement i don't feel as an outsider to the culture that i really have a vote in whether it's outlawed or not but i could choose like if i want to go see one or not right yeah i I feel like i similarly but in just a different way i don't think people care what i think about it Um, (laughs) that's probably it (laughs) so here's a quote taken from an article that was recently published by Sergio Del Molino, an author who defines himself as both of the political left and anti-bullfighting, but accepted an invitation to go see a bullfight for this first time. So here's this quote. I felt very strange saying it. I resisted saying it. I thought that the disgust, the animal smell, the brutality of the right and the closeness to blood and death would make it unbearable for me. And I did not rule out having to leave there after 10 minutes, incapable of watching more. However, I not only endured the entire bullfight, but found myself fascinated. I barely understood the ritual significance of each scene. I only know that I had been greatly affected and in a good way. To perceive and portray it otherwise would have been hypocritical. In the eyes of my mother, this feeling made me some kind of psychopath, someone no less despicable than a proselytizer for Nazism. How can I tell her this, I thought, knowing that she would not understand me, but I could not lie to her and tell her that I had been disgusted at this animal torture show because it was simply not true. I knew that I had attended something beautiful, end of quote. Interesting. I really like that mm. because it 
just shows an open-mindedness, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we go into things with our preconceived notions, our biases, and just, you know, being open to the experience and turned out that uh, they weren't horrified yeah, by it like they thought they were going to be. Probably far more desensitized than we give ourselves credit for. So there are many organizations against bullfighting. PETA, of course, they hate everything. But I wanted to mention a few others from around the world. The League Against Cruel Sports is a UK-based organization. And the Humane Society International. And the CAS International, which is the Comité Anti-Stierenvechten, which is a Dutch anti-bullfighting organization. Stierenvechten. Stierenvechten. Bullfighting in Dutch. Comité Anti-Stierenvechten. I don't know who's Dutch. Small world. My brother-in-law is Dutch. I mean, it's a really big world, and that really has no connection whatsoever. <laughs> They're so Dutch. Dutch. They wore uh, those Dutch shoes when they got married. Mm. Those wooden mm -hmm. things. Floss? Yeah. Uh. These are like clog extraordinaire. Yeah, yeah. They're not the kind of clogs that people wear, you know, when they have like a job worth to be on their feet all day. Right. right. These are like wooden boats. <laughs> <laughs> Quite a few Dutch people, and it's interesting. Or people who are Dutch background, I it was, like the accent was actually the the ones who because they were attending college in the United States, so they spoke English. But like the accent was so heavy that I, honestly that was really challenging for me to keep up with, which I wouldn't have known. Honestly, oh. a Dutch accent even sounds like sounds Dutch. Nor will I ever replicate it. I wonder. I wonder how similar the um, like bullfighting is to a ro you know, observing a rodeo or going to a rodeo. Have you guys been to one of those? I've been to. So I used to do barrel racing. So I went to rodeos. Oh. Okay. You want to weigh in? Yeah. Questions? I mean, sorry. What was the first part? <laughs> I guess just. I mean, I would think that there, watch <laughs> watching the bullfights would be a similar feeling to watching a rodeo where mm -hmm. you, I mean but I think you know yeah it's definitely more deadly I don't know if they fight bull to the death or how it works I'm sure you're going to tell us but yeah just where you it's kind of it's fun but there's also this there's element same of like, kind of man against beast kind of thing yeah the only part that I, I would say that um I'm drinking mine too fast yeah you are Luckily, I brought this a backup. Not orange juice in here. And you have mine. <laughs> this is not a mimosa. It's like a mimosa. It's a mini mimosa. Sans orange juice. Sans orange juice. It's straight alcohol. So um, I would say that the um, many that I've been to, one, there's a lot of different events that happen. I mean, huh. and most of them, again, I think there's like that cultural piece to it, even like in that, um, I would say like more agricultural uh, like roping calves and things like that. Yeah. Like, there's an in, there's like a historical reference there that's happening and being kind of played out. Um, and and like none of them are seriously injured. Uh, this the bucking one. <laughs> that well, one. the bull bull riding, right? Bull riding. Thank you. Bull riding. The so, bucking one. The bucking. It's been a while. I've uh, been out of the scene. The bucking one, uh, they that one like because they 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 do they cinch up around the the bull's groin and so they come out pissed obviously 
and they're all prepped and ready and like prime bowls. But I honestly found more like, yeah, like when they, when the person got bucked off, you're really rooting fast. for the bowl. Right. But if, but if probably, they made it, they should probably time say that we are Tauruses. So we are a little bit biased That's towards true. the bowl. I do have yeah. to say that the person who did make it for a long time, you're like, wow, like, good job because like most of them don't it's hard yeah um, mm -hmm. so it's like the few that make it you're like okay they earned it and then the other ones you're like good f you that poor crotch mm -hmm. how crotch lives matter too yeah when i first moved up to this region not a crotch region um <laughs> you know i was it was like my first exposure to that kind of stuff and i saw it evolve from when I first came up here in the 90s, like they started wearing, because people, I think somebody had broke their back and got paralyzed. So they started wearing like yeah. the top vest, you know, mm -hmm. for, for safety. They didn't have that when I first moved up here. It was all you and your your Wranglers. Yeah, no, I And helmet, right? Don't they wear helmets too? No. Uh, I think they wear helmets. Not I've never seen the helmets, no. but I did Just start their cowboy wear hat? like this kind of like a back brace sort of you know yeah oh. it's like a little um, where it helps you like a peplar, but not <laughs> sort of yeah like a motorcycle yeah. variety thing i think it's so if you do get stabbed by a horn it doesn't or stepped on or i seem to get stepped on like that like mm -hmm. and it's like ah, 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 ah and then you're and you're like the rodeo clowns are interesting they're the real heroes of the show. I they obviously bother me, but yeah. Well, but they have an important job. Distractible if right. a writer is now generally annoying the whole rest of the time. Yeah. 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 Maybe that'll be my retirement job. Rodeo clown. <laughs> Did y'all ever see baskets with Zach Galifianakis? I love. Oh, He played a rodeo clown. Baskets. Oh my gosh, I love that guy. <laughs> I've not seen the movie though. It's a series called oh, Baskets. Series? Okay. okay. That's his name, Baskets. The, so my dad's retirement job, which I don't know why this hasn't kicked in yet, dad. Uh he he two things. One, he wanted to either be a school bus driver. <laughs> he said he said that'd be pretty it Sounds easy like job. hell. Or okay. or part-time school bus driver. Part-time. Um sounds like half hell. Or <laughs> under a bridge. Yeah. Is that a paying job? Uh, ain't never paying for either of them, honestly. So. Well, I know the bus gigs do pay, but I don't think the bridge gig pays. Yeah, I think he probably doesn't know enough about the school system to understand that driving the school bus would be horrible. Oh, I would not enjoy it. No, children on the bus, you're not a real person. I used to work for um, a chain of famous daycares. I will not mention the name. Really? But I had to drive the 15 passenger I know. van to pick up the kids at the schools. And I hated it. It was so much pressure. I constantly learn something new, but I've known you for over what 12, 13 years now. A lot of years, 13, 14. Right. And I never knew about this bus driving of children. <laughs> it was hell. That's all I have to say. I I, I was, was overworked and underpaid, and I had to never come out I had to install my own chains on that MFR, and <laughs> oh I hate installing chains. That's almost as bad as it's having horrible. to fill the summer 
summer uh summer the summer vans with gas <laughs> especially when it was the group before that did not put the gas in their vehicle yeah that's what I was that's what I was gonna say is that ju- that stressed me out when I had to drive the kids for the summer group and no, all those kids in the van me. that didn't bother me at all I mean strict I like driving the van because then I didn't have to did you like it when it got kids. speed wobbles over 50 miles an hour I didn't I didn't go over 50 miles an hour because we're not on the freeway what well why are you, you made I outed. hated I hated being the back of the van too and trapped back there with no, the kids. That was my, the best like, the best seat the is the passenger. Back. I like being yeah. the passenger. Yes, the navigator. I, I created my own role. Yeah. Like, this job needs a navigator. And then, Someone sits yeah. next to the driver and gives directions. And that's how I became yes, a I like that. The drives for Derby, but I like driving because that was just the pure, like, I don't, I'm not pumping the gas. You do it, Navigator. Uh, oh, crisis. Get back there, Navigator. I need to focus. I need my hands on the wheel, 10 and 2. Focus. Actually, that's outdated. Now it's 4 and 6. I mean. When I was coming just... up, it was 10 and 2, but people kept losing their arms from airbags. Wait, so now it's. 4 and 6. I did not know that. I know. I'm like trying to think. 10 and 2 up here. 4 and 6 down. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, it's four and six now. Is it because maybe steering wheels have gotten smaller? No, it's because people had their arms ripped off from the airbags. People don't drive 10 and 2 anyways. What do they know? No, but they used people that used to be the recommendation. People do not get their arms ripped off. I've yes, never they do. heard that. Well, it's going to be my next topic. Oh, my gosh. When I get called out on the carpet, I come to deliver. But, like, when an accident happens, like, your arms get ripped. They're not Velcroed on. They're not taped your hands aren't taped. Have you ever had an airbag deploy? No. People get decapitated and their arms ripped off. I mean, it seems like the opposite okay, this is of what an airbag... Spoiler alert is. for my future topic. So all right, all right. let's let's get back I on track. I seem genuinely pissed off, so I'm, I'm going to laugh. Well, I have a lot of feelings about 10 and 2 versus 4 and 6. Okay, I have none. So <laughs> I'm neutral on that. I'm not invested at all, but I like to rile you up. Come back in January for... for the uh, how that plays out. So in 2010, Catalonia, an autonomous region in northeastern Spain, banned bullfighting. At that time, polling showed that 60% of Spaniards said they didn't like bullfighting, but 50% also said they opposed the ban because it was a rejection of Spanish tradition. So that's really important. This is a practice. Um, that's steeped in cultural history. So in 2016, Spain's constitutional court overturned the ban on bullfighting, declaring it, un- declaring it unconstitutional. So Interesting. It is still legal. So okay. a lot of it is because, you know, they want to keep Spanish tradition alive. Are you okay if I look up the picture of me in front of the bull arena? To show yeah. You? How does bullfighting work? Y'all want to know? I do. I never yeah. actually see it happen, so I'm curious. Okay, so um, I tried, for the sake of research, to watch one, uh, like a are, real one. Are they online? Yeah, there's a whole bunch online. Okay. I couldn't. <laughs> I had to stop watching it. Um, but that's just me. You know, I'm not part of this culture. I you know, and I just couldn't do it. <laughs> Where is that? At? This is this is in um, Spain. It's in Spain, yeah. So there's a I forget what the name of this town is, but originally you're staying in Rota, but there's a 
me, Sarah, running. Uh, but oh, I'm, I'm, I'm right outside. The, the building behind us is the uh, the bull fighting arena. That's so fine. How it's steeped in tradition. Yeah, the and bulls are. That I very clearly am. And there was very few people. We send that to me. If you're yeah. our Patreon, you'll get to see it. Yeah. Why? Why did you have to stop watching, or why did you feel like you? It was just too watching. much for me. <laughs> It, it was upsetting to me. It was too sad for me. Yeah. That's just me, you know? Okay. I'm from the city. Yeah, there's the big, I don't have a lot of exposure to killing animals. The big circle domey place. That's where it would occur. That big, big... See, I did not know that they try, actually tried to kill them. I, yeah, but I guess that makes sense is what... Yeah, not try. <laughs> kill. It's, so it's it's fight to the death. It's either the bull or the human. Is okay. Go ahead. Well, there you're, are you're some exceptions, which I'll, yeah. I'll share. Yeah. So the yeah. Spanish bullfight has three senior bullfighters, typically who kill two bulls each for six fights total, and so that's like the spectacle of the night. So each bullfight is divided into three acts or tercios. And each act is about 20 minutes. So who's who in the ring? These are the participants. And I'm just focusing on Spanish bull, bullfighting. So there are three different types of participants. Or toreros. The matador de toros. The picador. And the banderillo. So the star is the matador. And... He has a support crew, so kind of like the radio sounds, I guess. <laughs> so there are um, his crew, or quadria, and I kind of like that. I kind of, I feel like we should be a quadria. Or like Isn't a it crew. called like four? Well, this I is started. not with a Q, it's with a C. Oh, okay. As I say, we can recruit a force. I think we already have a, like, we're, we're a quadria, we're a crew right now. So there's two picadors on horseback and three banderios on foot. So before the fight, they all, the whole crew goes into the ring. They parade in. So that sounds similar to the the the, the bucking thing from earlier. They, all riding? Right, because they have the clowns in there too, but they um, there's also people like riding on horses to like go and kind of like... Mm. To separate off the bull and kind of and and they they're very careful. It's like a whole thing. Yeah, because it's like they're prized <laughs> horses too, so they're not going to get their horses near the bull. But they try to like use the horses to kind of steer them away. Um. So yeah, that just descends. Yeah. So it's like this parade of all the participants. away from me. So there's a president, presidente, who is like an official of this and doesn't go into the ring, but it's really important. So he's the primary judge of the fight, and he has the power to either require a, what they call a defective bull to be replaced. So maybe a bull isn't showing the characteristics exactly. that they're supposed to, mm -hmm. um, can award trophies, or even, so this is that exception to the killing, even grant an exceptionally brave bull a pardon mm -hmm. where it won't be killed. Like the turkey on Thanksgiving. Uh, I want to be that person. The I want president that too? I want to be the uh, president day. You're the one that's out. I'm still half oh, I want you to open it for me. <laughs> oh my gosh. 
Remember my grip grip was Her giant uh, less thumbs than stellar. Open this. My thumbs were not uh, doing their part. All right. So there's lots of other people involved, veterinarians, what's and so on. So the first tercio, first tercio, these are the picadors. In the first act, the matador uses a really big, large yellow and fuchsia, so like one side's yellow, one side's fuchsia cape called the capote to test out the bull and gauge his behaviors. Mm -hmm. huh. So meanwhile, the picadors are provoking the bull to charge at them on their horse. And the horses have this like protective cover, like a kind of like a shield around it. Probably off their like breastplate. It's like all around it though. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't get its butt poked either. Or gore, oh, so it's like will. a medieval times. Like, yeah, kind okay. of like that. Yeah. I know I had a, I'd taken a, a picture of um in Spain, they had a big like portrait of a bullfight like happen or, or not a bull, yeah, happening. And I remember like I took a picture because it was so like kind of horrifying <laughs> but it was like in the middle of the restaurant it was very interesting it's so part of the culture yeah when the bull is close enough i got it i'm trying i'm trying so here's where it starts to get upsetting mm -hmm. so when the bull is close enough so these are on mm -hmm. on um I did find it horseback <laughs> these are the picadors they start sticking these like lances into the like the bull's shoulder muscles up here. Oh yeah. Right. Wow, look at those faces. Right, right. Yeah. So this is the you can literally see the lances that you're talking about in this big picture. Just in the middle. Oh wow. You know, whatever. No big deal. So the wow. lances in it. That's a cool picture. Colorful. It looks like they have some fabric over them. And they stick a, like a bunch of them, right? And I'm, it kind of almost looks like acupuncture a little bit, like in the bull's shoulders, except yeah. it's making the bull bleed. Yeah, and let's say you can't even see the blood on this painting. Yeah, it's making them bleed. I mean, not like to die bleed, but it's definitely bleeding because we're piercing the skin and putting it in the muscle. And what this does is it causes the bull's head to lower. So that wow. classic, like, lowering. Yeah. That you kind of view as like they're charging. Yeah. So it weakens the bull. So it's for appearances though. Well, it also weakens the bull. Okay. Okay. Well, like, and so the people that you said that are helpers, that's what these ones in the photo are because they're like grabbing the tail, trying to pull. And then like people are horrified because the matador is actually getting gored here. Gored. We talked about that last Yeah. So time. I'll send this to you too. Okay. Um, it's probably by a famous artist. I mean, maybe. It looks famous. Does it? Yeah. It looks like. My son just took an art class at GU, and it looks like one of the paintings he had to analyze. I don't see any signature on the front, but maybe it's on the back. This, you know, that's where people... So people this weakening helps the matador later. All right, so that's the first act. Okay. Here's the second act, the second tercio. These are the banderios. Okay, so the bull is already bleeding, weakened, has these lances sticking out of its shoulder. That would really upset me. Yeah, me too. I'm already sad about <laughs> the whole thing now. I'm angry, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So here is, oh, so here's the colorful barbed sticks. So what were they putting in before? I guess the lances don't have the colors. So now in the second act, here comes the color. So more stuff is being put into the bull's shoulder muscles. Stabbed in. This oh, further weakens the bull and 
forces it to carry its head even lower. I had no idea that this is how it goes down. Really? The person, I don't like it. no, I learned a lot. I mean, I kind of, you kind of had the general idea you see it in movies and stuff, but getting into the details, I did get kind of um, like, I could have, I tried to watch it because I wanted to witness it. But it, after I started getting the stuff in the shoulders, I'm like, I can't. <laughs> the So the president at this point is making judgments about the bravery of the bull. So a bull that's unwilling to charge is disappointing. So these bulls are bred to have these characteristics of being like a charging bull. So this is the last chance for the matador to understand the bull's tendencies before facing him one-on-one -on -one in the third act. So the third act, it's just the matador and the bull. Okay, so like, I don't even like any of that. <laughs> I understand again, culturally set aside, but just, just the, the, it's like they get some pre, pre, I don't know, knowledge up front Right. on how to like clock. Because It's like the crew's if I, out there. right, like if I got to watch, it's like a tournament for derby. If I got to see the team skate <laughs> before I had to skate them, I'm watching who I have to like right. play You're like, the watch games. out for that one. <laughs> Macy <laughs> got for number 11. yeah, exactly. Mincy was one of our closers. <laughs> Punisher. Yeah. All right. So